If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. This is the Freeman Report with your host, James Freeman, on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hello and welcome once again to the Freeman Report. My name is James Freeman. If you didn't know already, I was a performer member of the European Parliament and this is my weekday show where I break down the big issues of our time in our fight for freedom, liberty and justice. It is Tuesday the 19th of December 2023 and on today's show I'll be welcoming back my new best friend from Australia and now regular contributor to the Freeman Report, Dale Penny. Um, The last time Dale was on the show a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure many of you remember, he presented some very interesting facts about one-legged amputees and their involvement in the scamdemic. Who would have known? And if you've no idea what I'm talking about, um, I do recommend listening back after today's show. Just go to tntradio.live and look for the Freeman Report under Shows. There you'll be able to listen back to all of my shows from the whole of this year. Um, And also, as of last week, you'll be able to watch back um, more recent shows um, via the website. So definitely recommend um, going there and checking out that. Um, Today... Dale will be talking about Billy Gates and the WHO, and I'll be talking about West Yorkshire Police. As in the second part of the show, musician Louise Distras will be joining me and Dale to talk about how she was arrested by West Yorkshire Police at the weekend for what she said um, in a recent TV appearance. Absolutely ridiculous. She was in the shower Um, The police made her um, basically get dressed in front of them with cameras on and everything, all because of something she said on TV. She'll tell us all about that in the second part of the show. Um, Very worrying indeed, and something we all need to push back against, as the police have no place whatsoever in arresting people for what they say on TV. So sit tight for all of that in a moment. Before that, there's a couple of things um, I want to talk about. Firstly, we must keep on pushing pushing Craig's plight on social media. And if you missed yesterday's show, Craig is a 39-year-old father of three who was in a serious car accident in March, which put him in a coma for around a month. Um, He suffered awful injuries, broken bones all over his body, punctured lungs, and damage to his brain. However, Craig is a fighter. He's fought through all of that, and he's now living independent of any machines to keep him alive, although he does require a feeding tube, because while he can swallow and he can eat foods, he can't consume enough calories to um, can, to sustain himself via normal feeding. Um, he's able to interact with his family. Um, he recognises them and clearly smiles when they're talking and interacting with him. I've posted some videos um, of the interactions on my ex-account. However, doctors do not believe it is in Craig's best interest to live. And so they've told the family they plan to remove food and water from him and let him pass away after Christmas. His family are absolutely devastated. They argue that it is early days and that Craig should be given more time to recover, given that it's only been seven to eight months since he emerged from his coma. Craig is a father 
to three children, six, eight, and 18. Um, I did make a mistake and say um, one of them was 10 yesterday. They're actually six, eight, and 18. And he's also a big brother to two lovely sisters. And like I said, the family's distraught and he's asking for our help to raise awareness of his plight and also to donate some money to help with legal costs um, so that the family can take this to the courts. Um, I've just posted um, a link um, via my X account to um, the, the the GoFundMe page. So please get over there, have a look at that. Um, after the show, I will also post a link in the live chat as well. And if you haven't got an X account and you're not on live chat, um, although if you're not on live chat, what you're doing, get yourself over there now, tntradio.live. Um, if you haven't um, got access to any of that, go to GoFundMe and search for help fight for Craig's life. So please help me by sharing posts um, on social media if you're on there. Um, and let's give the family some hope over the Christmas holidays. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about before we go over to Gemma is the film River of Freedom that had its worldwide release last week. The director, Gaylene Barnes, was on this show on Thursday. Um, again, another show that is worth watching back um, if you missed it. Um, well, I watched the film on Saturday um, and it is absolutely brilliant. It took me right back and reminded me of all the reasons why I'm doing exactly what I'm doing now and speaking out against what our governments are doing. Um, I cannot say that it won't make you angry. It got me absolutely livid at points um, about what the Ardern government did to the New Zealand population with its no jab, no job policy. But it is extremely uplifting because the spirit of those who fought back is incredible. Um, I came away from watching the film filled with hope, um, hope that many more people will join our fight if they ever try anything like that again. Um, the film, if you don't know already, follows the protesters who occupied the ground outside of the New Zealand Parliament for weeks on end. They created their own mini city that supported tens of thousands of protesters. In the end, the police violently broke up the peaceful protest after politicians spent weeks feeding the media with lies, claiming that the protesters were violent extremists, a claim that is clearly baseless when you watch the film. Um, seriously, they've got Harry Krishna tents there. It was very, very peaceful, peaceful, loving people who basically were occupying that ground outside the parliament because they wanted the politicians to come and speak to them so they could tell them why they were there. That's all they wanted. They were there for weeks um, and no politicians came to speak to them. It is beautifully shot and includes music by Eric Clapton and Right Said Fred. So if you haven't seen it yet, please put it on your list of films that you plan to watch over the holidays. Um, I watched it via Apple TV. Um, you don't need to subscribe to Apple TV, by the way. You can just rent the film um, as a one-off. Um, I don't subscribe to Apple TV. Um, you can also watch it by the video platform Vimeo as well. Um, it costs about £3, so not very much money. It's definitely worth a watch. And also get all your friends and family to watch it as well, because it is one of those films that I think, you know, Robert Minati, the executive producer, has also been on this show. And when I spoke to him last week, he did say that his hope is that this reaches people who haven't 
woken up yet and it is filmed um very much for those people um and i think it will have an impact so tell all your family and friends about the film as usual, if you want to get in touch, then please do email me at jamesfreeman at tntradio.live. And as I said, if you want to join in the conversation, get yourself over to tntradio.live and click on the chat icon. My name is James Freeman, and this is the Freeman Report for TNT Radio. Russia, gas prices, COVID mandates. It just doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hi, Gemma. How are you feeling today? I know you um, you were a bit under the weather yesterday, weren't you? I'm I'm a little bit crook to adopt an Aussie phrase. Um, on the mend, a bit tired, but you know, after the story you did yesterday, as I said yesterday, I count my blessings. You know, I'm in I'm in good health, and uh, I'm count my blessings. It's not three and a half years ago because any upper respiratory tract infection at that point, I would have been on a ventilator in a heartbeat, isolated in a heartbeat, cast away from society. You know, and and, and added to all the hysteria and the madness that was happening then. It's just a winter cold. That's all it is, which at my age tends to floor you a little bit more. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You know, um, my daughter is, is really ill at the moment as well. She's got a, well, it's a, a cough. She has actually gone to school because she's had it for a couple of weeks. But it's one of those things that when you wake up in the morning, it's particularly bad. And then as you get going, um, you get better. But it's funny, isn't it? You know, it's not that long ago before the pandemic, people just got ill and then they just carried on with their life. They got better and forgot about it. Whereas now it seems you know, every sniffle, um, everybody is like hysteric about it, particularly in the news as well, you know, not this Absolutely. news. Well, not this news, but I have been seeing, and I'm sure you have too, because it's our job to look at the headlines. There's a, more and more headlines coming out, variants sweeping the UK, more dangerous than it was before, despite the mass jab campaign, um, you know, mysterious, mysterious virus sweeping Russia, really? You, you know, it's just, people are getting colds in the winter that's as it always was isn't it James as it always was yeah and I remember because I got COVID quite early on I got it in April well COVID who knows you're right um, but anyway I got something in April 2020 and it was just obviously that um, after that first wave and I must admit at that point I still wasn't fully awake to what was going on. Um, I was starting to wake up, but I did find it quite scary because you know you've been told by the news that there's this deadly thing that's killing loads of people. And whereas I was a bit skeptical, part of me deep down inside was a little bit afraid. Um, now, obviously that's me. Imagine the general public that just watched the BBC, ITV, and you know, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe a word they say anymore, so I don't give a toss. But you know, for normal people. It is actually quite frightening and, and you know, and that's why they do it. That's why they're pushing this agenda um, in the news. Absolutely. So the minute you feel a bit under the weather, you're convinced you're going to die and then your psychological state yeah. affects your physical state and it becomes a vicious circle of now I feel even worse because I'm absolutely convinced I'm going to die. And we all know how powerful placebos are and also things like, you know, uh, in the tribes with the medicine man, if he makes a curse on you, the power of suggestion, all sorts of things. The, the human mind is so powerful when it comes to human health. So, yeah, the two go hand in hand and they know that. They know that. Mm. Of course they do. Of course they do. Gemma, what story have you got for us today? Well, despite that, the, the doom and gloom and the so-called powers of the controllers of our society, I have got a victory for common sense in the form of this uh, new government guidance, which is coming out later. The official version will be published today. Um, and it's finally going to issue guidance for schools. And they will be told that um, teachers and head teachers are going to be told that a child 
cannot change gender. It's guidance for the first time for teachers on trans issues, and it will apply to all state and independent schools in the UK. It's a parent-first approach that the government have devised. The Education Secretary and the Equalities Minister have come up with this, and it's going to say that if head teachers must tell parents if a child is now going into school saying that they want to change gender socially or you know physically. Um, as well, teachers and pupils in schools will not have to use preferred pronouns of children and staff will not face any sanctions if they choose not to do so. So all this ridiculous, you know, identify as a cat and all this kind of stuff is going to go out of the water. This guidance, <clears throat> excuse me, is being published today, but it's been promised. It's been bubbling under since 2018. Um, but the delays have been due to the numerous disagreements in the government over how to respond to the increasing number of children in state and independent schools who are convinced of saying, you know, I'm trans, I'm trans. You know, there's this, been this huge increase in, in children saying that, whether that's fashion or, or peer pressure or genuine, this is this is kind of up for debate. Um, so the government in this guidance is going to urge a cautious approach to children who want to transition socially as well. It, that would just mean changing your pronoun and dressing of the opposite gender. And they say parents should absolutely be involved in decisions about their children and more, more caution should be taken. This guidance effectively means a presumption against social transitioning in School. So, yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction for, I think, a bit broad sway of public opinion, not just in this country now, but around the world with regard to this issue and children, you know, who can't, you know, you, you've got kids, you know, they, they vary from one thought process to the next. They're finding out who they are. You don't nail your colours to the mast at that young age. Um, and as well, schools are saying, the, the government is saying to schools, you're under no obligation now to provide gender neutral lavatories, changing rooms or dormitories. And single sex schools are being told they do not need to accommodate trans pupils. So we've covered the trans issue a lot on TNT on lots of different shows. Mm. I've talked about this in various different guises. I think now we are looking at a, a sea change in government policy, I think largely based on the public mood. Uh, and it's a step in the right direction for children and for teachers and for schools and for society as a whole, I think. Yeah, and thank God for that, because I think this does give um, teachers a little bit of protection because, you know, whilst I'm sure there are there are some teachers out there that are pushing this actively, um, you know, um, Kelly J. Keane talked about the fact that she's been into schools with parents and teachers have lied um, about what's going on there. But I do feel that probably some teachers are feel under pressure um, about their career if they kind of speak out against any of this. So at least this gives those teachers um, a little bit of cover to say, well, actually, now I've got this guidance, which protects them essentially from bullying within the school or maybe these big organisations um, like Stonewall and the rest of them, which are pushing these ideologies. Um, so, yeah, I do think it's great. I've got actually got Louise Distras um, in the second part of today's show. Um, another example of, um, you know, the bullying that goes on all around this. She obviously lost her. Um, she was on a, an American um, platform called Bandcamp. Um, she's a musician and they dropped her basically because she was talking about women's rights. She wasn't going out of her way to attack trans people. It's those it's the trans activist community, which is attacking women's rights. Anyway, she's going to tell us about her story at the weekend. She was actually arrested by West Yorkshire police for an appearance on TV and, and something she said on this issue. So, um, yeah, it's still there's a battle still to, to fight, I think. But thank God we've got some sense now coming into schools. 
Um, so yeah, thank you for that story, Gemma. And I look forward to hearing what Louise has got to say um, in a moment. Right, to the rest of you, before Louise comes on, we've got Dale Penny is back. If you remember, Dale is um, hes my new best friend from Australia. Um, he's a really funny guy. He um, The last time he was on, he told us all about one-legged amputees and their involvement in the scandemic. If you don't know what I'm talking about, do give that show a listen back. But Dale will be with us straight after this short break. So stay tuned with me. James Freeman on TNT Radio. TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now, marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection. Where are they? Chris Smith on TNT Radio. Radio works because of its ability to personalise to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Are we on the air? Am I on the air? You're on the air. On the air 24-7, your news talk giant, TNT. Right then. Um, well, I'm delighted um, that Dale Penny hasn't been put off. Um, he's back again. He was obviously on the show a couple of weeks back. Um, he's, he's my new best friend from Australia. How are you doing, Dale? I'm here. Uh, I'm really good. It is. It's a bit of a bromance, isn't it, now? That's quite nice, isn't <laughs> it? It is. We've been... And and we've had a few weird coincidences as well, hasn't it? Because of course, um, Katie, who's been on this yep. show, um, another TikToker, yes, she actually lives just down the road from you. And yep. I've got a friend. Um, do you know what, Dale? Because me and Dale were on the phone um, over the last couple of days, and I said um, I caught up with an old school friend. He was actually my best friend for years at school, um, and he lived in Newport in in Australia in Sydney. And that's where Dale used to have a house. I showed him a photo of you and he thinks he recognises you, Dale. I know you said you didn't recognise him, but how weird is that? It's not so, there's only a few men as handsome as me wandering around Newport, so you can't blame him first. But no, it's, no, but I, he, we should recognise each other's faces because it's not a big, it's like it's, it's one little street yeah. of shops. So yeah, and that's quite yeah, weird. There must be it? some... It is quite weird. And and there must be something weird about you, Dale, because you also told me yeah. about the story. Obviously, you've been out in Australia for a while now and you had some guy, was he coming around to do your gas or your water or something like that? And you said, oh, yeah, to him, yeah, that was the kitchen reckon... man. Yeah, the kitchen yeah, man. I recognise the story. Well, I'm in, I am in, it's like sort of red, well, it's Australia, but it's like sort of redneck land. As I said before, right, real farming, working class, you know, the, like the local town has got a post office and, a, you know, maybe a little, a, a little art shop. And the dude that came out to do the kitchen, uh, I, I recognised him. He was a guy from Bristol originally, and we like played squash together about 10 years ago. 
It's so weird, the randomest things <laughs> this dude has turned up to do a kitchen in the middle of nowhere. And I played squash with him about 10 years ago. James. Yeah, bonkers. What, yeah. I thought I'd wear a red shirt, and I thought that's not very professional. And then I've just right, seen what I, you're yeah. wearing. What the hell's going on there? That's a fact. Uh, well, this is... <laughs> It's almost there's a story to this. There's a there's a story to this T-shirt, and I'll just move the mic out of the way, and I'll um, show you the T-shirt. DJ Jim will mix it. So, yeah. what is that? Is that <laughs> so? Yeah. So the T-shirt for those listening that can't see, um, I've got a red T-shirt on. It's got DJ Jim will mix it. So it's a play on Jim will fix it. Um, and there is a story um, that wasn't my DJ name, but I was a techno DJ back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, did a lot of DJing and big, you know, gatherings in fields and that kind of thing. And then when I was at the Office for National Statistics, I told my colleagues this and um, and they were like, what's your DJ name? What's your DJ name? And I kept on saying, I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to tell you. And so it became a thing. The truth is, I cannot remember what I called myself at the time because I was taking an awful lot of um, naughty substances. So my memory's not. Did that you do great. illicit drugs? Um, Did you do illicit drugs, James? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not no, that no, kind of um, thing. But anyway, no. anyway, moving on. Um, when I got promoted and left, they they um, they they did that T-shirt for me. So Jim will mix it. Is Can you really my, not remember um, what your name my was? DJ name? Can you remember what your name was? Uh, oh, you just don't want to well, say. The thing it is, I'm embarrassed went... about it. No, 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 no. I went through a, a few different phases, so I had different names. <laughs> I genuinely cannot remember what what I called myself at the time. That's was the it, honest was it, truth. Honest. Was it? Was it? So was it tech? Was it tech? Because I was a big house. Like I was massively into clubbing. And this is probably yeah, why we're no, talking about this on the radio. It's especially talking I know, about I know. Well, well it's, a, it's a good, it's a good warm up um, introduction, isn't it? So <laughs> no, I, I was, I. I got well. Here's another funny story. If you can picture this, um, yeah, I started off Acid House, so I used to um, go down to the warehouse in Plymouth, big big club, three thousand people, with my hat, my whistle. Um, no, I made my own. Hilarious. I made my own T-shirt with a smiley face. Um, yeah, I was oh, into all of that, and then, and then after that, it was all in the fields, um, all over the country. You know, thousands of people would just rock up to these huge raves. So, um, so yeah, yeah that was what I was you doing. Definitely didn't do drugs. Definitely not. No, no. <laughs> anyway, those days, but those days are long gone. Anyway, so that doesn't matter, and it hasn't yeah. messed with anyone's mind, so that's fine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, Dale, um, well, we're we're going to go for the break at the bottom of the hour. Before that, let's talk a little bit about what you're you're doing because you've moved recently, haven't you? From Newport, you've bought. I think it's 150 acres. You've got a lovely. I've seen yeah. a video of it. It's absolutely yeah, it's beautiful. So what, 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 so, and obviously you're renovating. So what, what's your kind of dream? Cause th that is my dream. And many people on TNT radio will have the same dream of getting away from the cities, yeah. Um, yeah. having a bit of land, yeah. being self-sustainable. So what, yeah. what's, what's, what's the plan behind all of this? Well, we, we, uh, so we moved with the, with the, so my family and my wife and kids and my in-laws, we sold in, uh, in the Northern beaches of Sydney. Cause the prices are ridiculous over here. Like it's an expensive country. I don't know how many listeners are from Australia, but you know, as, as I've said, I think before, we we're addicted to escape to the country, right? We watch that all the time, and it's amazing that the price of property over here is is phenomenal. But then the salaries are high as well. Like the cost of living is really high. So within the country, it's nothing. But the money that you get for houses is outrageous. We just had like a weatherboard 
four bedroom little house on 500 square meters wasn't particularly great uh and we both we sold and the in-law sold and we, we bought this property here and we've got we've literally got a thousand times more land we moved from 500 square meters to 500,000 square meters which is essentially 50 hectares 148 acres and it's amazing and we did it because of covid wanted to get away um got a bit fed up with people you know humans yeah, generally yeah uh, and now so we've got cattle on the, we've got we've got about we've got about uh, we've got about 30 head of cattle on the uh, on the property here James uh, uh we've got a propagation shed it's a it's all tatty where we can basically like big propagation shed all with all irrigation systems all set up like yeah like it's it is this is the dream and it's just a work in progress and we spent the last year renovating and doing all that stuff but it is that this is the so dream this... we've realized it yeah so was the dream spurred on though by the pandemic because oh, I, yeah. I never yeah, had... yeah 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 we, yeah, we yeah. no no not just the pandemic because for years we i mean i've been as i as i've said before i've been a, a you know rabid conspiracy realist for t two decades so we always said you know what happens if we need land we need to grow our own food so we always talk where would we move we just didn't know anywhere and then some really good friends of ours moved up um close to katie uh and uh we, and then the, we were waiting for the in-laws to say they would do it uh, and then they said one day, right, let's do it. So they did it, and here we are. So it's it's amazing, fantastic. It, it is amazing. Yeah. The lifestyles are made. Every, everyone everyone should try and work for themselves, and everyone should try and move to the country and get on some land. I know it's I know it's not easy for for everyone, but that's what you should be telling your kids to do. That's what you should be trying to do yourself. Get out of the system, get out of the big corporations, and go and work for yourself and get on some land. Is that an invite for everyone to come around your house, Dale? Yeah, we've got 150 square. We've got 150 acres, so you can all just down the back in some tents. We'll set up some <laughs> portaloos for you. That everyone's invited. Fantastic. Just, just send me a message. And of course, we we discussed, didn't we, um, on the phone that um, hopefully this year, well, not next year, rather, um, in the next six months or something, I'm going to try and get out to yeah, Australia. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, you actually live quite close to the the radio station as well, yeah, don't you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, TNT yeah, yeah. Radio yeah, is based. Over the, um, in Australia. Yeah, over the over that's the, weird over as well. It is weird. Such a big country. Yeah, the whole thing's weird. It is weird. The whole thing's weird. It's it good is weird. weird. Yeah, definitely good weird. Right, Dale. We're going to take a quick break now, and when we come back, um, you're going to tell us some facts about Bill Gates and the WHO. Boom. Oh God, am I? No, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned with me james freeman and dale penny on tnt radio i got news for you tnt radio news it's about time here with a look at your tnt headlines after weeks of intense seismic activity the rakenness volcano has erupted in iceland with 100 meter high lava fountains spurting out of a four kilometer long crack in the earth's surface Following increased drone and missile attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea, the US has announced a new multinational task force to protect the key shipping lane. And Donald Trump has vowed to deport the largest number of undocumented migrants in US history if he's re-elected next year. Don't miss a thing. Be sure to download the TNT radio app from either the Apple App Store or Google Play so you can easily listen live to us anywhere, anytime. Available right now to download. Keeping you up to speed on TNT radio. Right now, Dale, before we move on, um, it's, it's actually freezing cold here in, um, in rainy Wales in the UK. Like it. What's it like where you are? Hang on, you're in Wales? 
I am. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were in Wales. I thought you were in Devon. Right. You live in Wales. Oh yeah, that'd be really. Yeah. Cold. No, I grew up in Devon. I grew up in Devon. Come on, keep up, Dale. Keep yeah. Up. No, I was sorry. I didn't. I just didn't take notes at that point. I was nervous. I think back then. Uh, it's really hot here. It's baking because it's the height. Am I shouting? It's the height of summer. It's so muggy. I've turned the air conditioner off so you can't hear it whirring in the background because then I sound a bit unprofessional. Uh, it's so it's so hot, and the northern New South Wales Queensland border. I'm experiencing heat rashes that I've never had before. I don't know why I'm doing that because I haven't got them on my boobs. Uh, but I have, yeah, it's quite weird. I've even thought to myself, yeah. because, I didn't, because I didn't get vaccinated, did they do something where they've created these weird little heat rash things for all the people that didn't get vaccinated? But maybe I'm Who a conspiracy knows? Who knows? Let, let's, let's talk about some so, some real conspiracies, Dale. Tell us all about what you found out about Bill Gates. Well, it's absolutely not a conspiracy theory at all. So, so well, here's look, a little bit of a timeline, right? We all remember, look, I know we keep talking about COVID, but it was a pretty big story and everyone seems to want to brush it under the carpet. We're not brushing it under the carpet, are we? We're going to keep it live and in everyone's minds. So just a little reminder first, right, the timeline of events leading up to COVID, right? So November, December 2019, COVID first sort of hits the streets. Everyone gets to hear about it, all the videos of Chinese people collapsing. But obviously the month before that, you had, so October 2019, you had the World Military Games in Wuhan and you had Event 201, and you know what Event 201 was presumably yeah i know it yeah for those of who don't basically it was a run through um it was a, a a meeting i think it was in europe it was funded by the bill and gates foundation bill, bill and melinda gates foundation but, but it's it is it is and it was a, it was basically a practice run wasn't it in preparation yeah, yeah, for the yeah. for the pandemic all of the journalists well very very senior yeah. journalists anyway went out and um i know people who know people who went and it was very much a um you know in a pandemic this is how you manage the public this is what yeah. you say this is what you don't say so it was it's a bit weird that that happened literally the what, month three before months the month before pandemic. october 2019 yeah it was the john yeah. uh, the john hopkins institute for something or other health something or other john hopkins institute the wef and the bnm uh, bill and melinda gates the bill and melinda gates foundation uh but how many people not really have sort of you know the amount of times i say oh you know event 201 even now three years later when you think people everyone would have heard of it it's quite fascinating how few people have heard of that event and then you've got things like did we say this last week I can't remember. You've always got some sort of uh, drill or uh, run through of some event just before it happens, like you have with NORADs on 9 11, mm. like you have with Peter Power on the 7 7 bombings. You know, he Peter Power was on telly and he was saying that morning, oh, we were, we were going through. Yes, a sort of, of course. Yeah. We were going yeah, of course, that, because that, actually they were yeah. the 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 the, the um, um, medics and everything out. They were actually doing a practice. Yeah, as exactly, it happened, they? It, it, it was exactly the same. It was what would happen if there were simultaneous attacks on the London Underground and the bus system. And then he said, and then it flicked into real life, and we all had to suddenly go into like doing it for real. 
you know, there's that. And then you've got, you know, with all the, you know, the the shooters, you know, the what are they called? Active shooter things in the US. You know, Sandy Hook, where someone got, obviously someone got sued $1.5 billion. And I'm not saying it didn't happen at all. I'm just saying that there was a drill there as well, because you could see the big sign saying this is a meeting place and da, da, da. So there was, you know, there's all those, there's, there's always a drill. And I think Event 201 was a, what might have been a drill. Yeah, we're back, to those, quietly, <laughs> we're back to those coincidences again, aren't we? Dan? Yeah, yeah there's, there are no coincidences. Coincidence. Coincid- yeah, that annoys the shit out of me that does that word. So, right, so Event 201 was Event 201 and, and the World Military Games in Wuhan. That was in October 2019. The month before that, which was September 2019, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation invested $55 million in BioNTech, which was the company that collaborated with Pfizer to carry out clinical trials, logistics, and manufacturing, because BioNTech couldn't do that. That's why they got together with Pfizer. So the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation invested $55 million in September 2019 in return for pre-IPO equity in BioNTech. And they turned that into $550 million. That's not conspiracy. That's just fact conspiracy fact james that's what it is so so sorry you were gonna say something were you gonna say something there or you just i was gonna say yeah no i was gonna say something i was gonna say have you seen that um interview with bill gates in davos which well he talks about vaccines and 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 the deep talks about all the things reducing yeah well no (laughs) he talks about sorry he talks about <laughs> Stop it. He talks about, yeah, that's it. Put your hand over your mouth. He talks about um all the things he's invested in in his life. And he talks about how fantastic a return on investment vaccines are. I think it's yeah. a 20, 20 to one return on investment. Yeah. I think he says yeah. that he invested something like, you know, a billion and he got 20 billion back, something along that. Don't yeah. quote me on those numbers, but it yeah. was something along the lines yeah. of that so so he you know he inv- he held this 201 event 201 and then invested a huge amount um, Fe- invested be- invested be- invested the month before then they had event 201 right. and then it all kicked off for real and event 201 was exact exactly it was well it wasn't exactly it was 95 percent of what actually ended up happening is there anyone on earth that would think that was just oh that's normal that's not normal. It can't, no one on earth could think that's normal. But they do. And they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I saw? I saw a headline, just to go on a slight tangent here, um, talking about coincidences again. Um, I think it was in the, the Daily Fail here here in the UK. They um, The headline was something along the lines of um, cardio- cardiologist um, in the UK says that all of these clusters of deaths in sports are a coincidence. Yeah. That yeah. was the headline. Yeah. Yeah, it's coincidences again. Yeah, it is. It's, it's just does my head in. I want to say a swear word, and I'm going to keep my language uh, appropriate for a morning show in okay. the UK. So, right, the Bill and Melinda get okay. the Bill and Melinda, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right, so these. So you want to hear about some? You want to hear some information about the, the Bill and Melinda? Let's call it the B and M. Yeah, Foundation. go for it. Go for it. Let's, so, let's, bearing let's, in mind yeah. these figures are from 2000, and I think they're from 2021. So it was smack bang in the height of COVID. I mean, you, you can you it, basically anyone can go onto the foundation website 
and you can download an Excel file, which is what I did back then and just went through all the numbers. I wanted to see where does all the, where does all the money go, which companies get it, which countries get it. So it started in the early 90s. So far, well, let's say until 2021. I'm a bit like chat GPT. So this is up to 2021. 72 billion in total pledged funds as of 2021 from the early, so it started in the early 90s and up to 2021, a total of 72 billion had been pledged in funds. And pledged means by 2021, that's either been distributed or it's being promised to be distributed over a certain length of time. Uh, in the 90s, most of that money just went to the US. 30,000 grants in total to about 11,500 companies globally. And their tagline or their mission statement or whatever that other corporate shit is that people go on about is fighting poverty, disease, and inequity around the world. Right. So that's so what their aim is, is to fight poverty, disease, and inequity around the world around the world. So if you're fighting poverty, have you got any do you know who any idea who the poorest countries on the planet are? Could you name any? I'm not testing you. I'm just interested to know. Um, there might be people desperately shouting answers out now. Well, it's probably in Africa, some African countries. Um Burundi, yeah. South Sudan. These are, these are the 10 poorest countries on the planet. Burundi, South Sudan, Yemen, Haiti, Afghanistan, Mozambique, Demo Democratic Republic of the Congo, which incidentally is the second largest country in Africa by landmass and the 11th largest country by landmass in the world. I didn't know that. Did you know that, James? I didn't know that, Dale. Oh, you do now. I didn't know that. Uh, Malawi and Uganda. So Burundi, South Sudan, Yemen, Haiti, Afghanistan, Mozambique, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Malawi, Uganda. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is wants to fight poverty, disease and equity around the world. How much money did it give to Burundi, the poorest country in the world? Zero dollars. How many? Quite how a much lot. Zero. Zero, do zero dollars. South Sudan, okay. zero dollars. Yemen, zero dollars. Haiti, 1.7 million. 1.7 million. What's that going to do? <laughs> Afghanistan, 5 million. Mozambique, 10 million. De uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo, 10 million. Malawi, 12 million. Uganda, 120 million. You think 120 million? That's not bad. Just just to put some context around it, what what? how much money did they give the richest countries? Well, that's, it, that's exactly where we're going right now, James. So total to the poorest countries, to poorest 10 countries, 158 million, 158 million. When you're talking these numbers, it's it, 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 it's almost you can't get your head around the numbers. Anyway, wealthiest countries. The US has received 43 billion. He is from America, so he's allowed to give his country that he's from some money. So these are organizations within the US, 43 billion. Who do you think's the second highest recipient of funds from the BM Gates Foundation countries? Think of that. Think of that. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go with the UK. I'm going to go, and I haven't seen these figures. No, you're going to go with the UK. Well, that's the third with three billion. No, the second one is that really poor. Oh, we haven't got much. Switzerland at thirteen billion. <laughs> India, thirteen billion. There's, 13 there's not billion. even very many yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. There's not very many. Yeah, because they're because they're alleviating poverty, uh, disease, and inequity around the world. So they've got to give thirteen billion to Switzerland. Uh, okay. Three billion to the UK, one point two billion to India, seven hundred seventy million to Canada, six hundred millions to South Africa, four hundred thirty million to France, four hundred thirty million to Germany, 
400 million to China. Does China need 400 million of Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation money? I don't think so. Australia, 336 million. Saudi Arabia got $253 million, but wasn't it dropping bombs on Yemen? Yeah. Yes. Yemen is one of the poorest countries in the world that gets how much funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Zero dollars. Zero. Maybe that's the inequality thing. They haven't got enough bombs in Sudan and they were giving it to Saudi Arabia to to sort so that problem out. Just drop it here. You can have here. here here's 253 million dollars worth of stuff. It's just we've we've that, just packaged it up as a bomb. Dale, on you. Dale, Dale, Dale. So it's clear. I think the whole point of this, isn't it, that um, Bill and Melinda Gates, Bill Gates himself, is not a philanthropist. This is not philanthropy. No, a, no it um, definitely isn't. So I, I've got a I've got a question about this. Um, you know, how did he sell? this story to the world that you know he was a serial monopolist um at microsoft um you know real cutthroat tactics he used there um how did he sell the story that suddenly he's this lovely bloke um you know that just wants to save the world from viruses the only link i can think of is the fact that windows is overwhelmed by viruses and maybe he thought one day i know i know virus yeah viruses well yeah well i'll save the world I mean, he obviously said that he before micro, you know, before the Microsoft, before Microsoft swept the world, he said he wanted he sort of visualized a computer on every uh, desk at work on, and in every home. Like that was his that was his kind of uh, that was his vision. So he's a businessman, obviously very successful businessman, and he's all about making money. And people say, oh, he's not after money. Of course, he's after money. He was worth, at this point, I think $150 billion. And people say, oh, he's not in it for money. Of course he's in it for money. He's got $150 billion. At what point do you think, oh, I've got enough now. I'll stop. I don't need any more $150 because <laughs> that's just greasy. Yeah, it's so, yeah. He's not, so he's a businessman and he wants a return on investment. That's obvious. So, yeah, everything he does is to make money. And when you look at these figures, you can see what's happening. He's investing in the countries where they can manufacture. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, this is just my, in my opinion. But maybe I'm, maybe mm. I'm wrong. He's investing in countries where they can produce vaccines, right? So, so when you look at where does the money go, as an example, in can I get through this too? No, yes, yes. Yeah, right, quickly, we've got to go to a break, but quickly, Dale. Yeah, go for well, it. Not, well, well, there's some stuff here that I could go. It's going to be more than just before the break. Let me tell you. Okay, okay. Let's save it for after the break, shall we? I'm sweating. I'm a bit hot to work myself up into a <laughs> bit of a lava. <laughs> you are working yourself up, Dale. Right. Okay, we'll take a quick break now, and then we'll carry on straight after this break. Um, we've just heard from Louise. Unfortunately, she... um. She's actually, she was arrested at the weekend, Louise Distrass, um, by the West Yorkshire Police. She's had to do an interview with them this morning and she's still tied up with that. So she's not going to be on the show today. She has said that she will come on. So um, um, I'll let you know tomorrow when um, she'll be on. But um, yeah, Louise won't be on. So it means we can carry on talking about old Billy Boy Gates, um, the WHO. And I think there's a story about TikTok that you might find interesting. Um, um, So... That's my story. That's my story. Right. Okay. So stay tuned with me, James Freeman, and Dale Penny on TNT Radio. Dewebonizing weather with reality and perspective. Remember that song years ago, Lunatic Fringe? I know you're out there. Believe me, I know they're out there. 
I simply watched these people in the climate change cabal and listened to what they say. John Kerry is out there, and I will give him credit. At least he did not say a half billion people like Hillary Clinton. But the latest is that climate change is causing respiratory problems and has killed a half million people. Now, where do these statistics come from? Are there death certificates now that say you died because of climate change? But we've got this guy from France, I guess, Francois Jimin, a professor at the University of Liège and a specialist in environmental geopolitics. What the heck is that? He spoke on French TV about the threats of cats and dogs. Listen to this one. Cats and dogs are a disaster for the climate. A cat is a disaster for biodiversity. Do you hear that, Maisie and Shooter? And a dog is a disaster for the climate. Positive proof, folks. The lunatic fringe, except they may not be fringe anymore, is indeed out there. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog. Oh my goodness, a dog. That's a disaster for a climate. Asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. My character Shazam knows all about growing up in a family full of teenage superheroes. They're bold. Where's everyone going? To fight crime. Okay. Adventurous. Shazam! There's never a dull moment. And no matter what happens, they'll always have your back. All they need is a place to grow and be themselves. And the best part is, you don't have to be a superhero to adopt a teen. Learn more about adopting a teen from foster care. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. The conversation continues with James Freeman on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Right, welcome back. Go on, Dale. You had some other facts on um, Bill Gates, didn't you? Yes. Just one important fact. Does anyone's wondering why I'm wearing a cap? back to front it's because if i wear it the other way around it knocks on the microphone so this isn't it's not a cry for help it's not a fashion statement it's it's just i had to do that for that right okay what sorry what am i talking about um, oh yeah the Billy Billy Boy. Yeah, yeah exactly right so switzerland gets how much does switzerland get can you remember um i no, don't look uh, I don't, you're not allowed some, to look I, how much was it um a lot was it, it was 13, 13 billion, billion. It was $13 billion, right, $13 billion. So where does that money go? Well, obviously in Switzerland, you've got Gavi, which is the Vaccine Alliance. You've got the World Economic Forum. You've got a major office of the United Nations, and you've got the World Health Organization. So Gavi, which is the Vaccine Alliance, it basically mm, sort of mobilizes i don't know how to i don't know the correct way to put this it sort of it, it it mobilizes vaccine uptake in the poorer countries so the bill and melinda gates foundation gives five of that so five of that 13 billion that goes to switzerland goes to gavi which is a company that sort of enables the selling of vaccines within countries basically uh uh you also gavi gets five billion from from the but then everyone else gives sorry everyone else gives money to gavi as well so you get for instance you've got saudi arabia that got 258 million from the gates foundation but then they give 152 million to gavi which is enabling the selling of vaccines yeah go on yeah, this is a bit weird. It's like, um, what was it with that that the thing where they talk about the tumble? Dry? Oh, laundering, laundering, that's that's laundry, yeah, laundry. Yeah. Because 
Another funny thing here is when when you look at um, the WHO and the biggest funders yep. of the WHO, and yep. two thirds of the funding from WHO comes from private sources and NGOs and all that type of thing. But if you take Gavi and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation yep. and add up the the money that they give to the WHO, yeah, that is the leading yeah. donator I, to yeah, the it's, WHO, it's bigger right. bigger yeah. than bigger than Germany, bigger than the US, bigger than the UK. In 2021, it, it, the the in, in 2021 the the leaderboard the US was the highest at about 800 million, uh, and that was around the time when Trump said he was gonna he was going to pull the funding. Do you remember that? Yeah, Trump, yeah. Trump said he was going to pull. Very it wise. I, got, I, was like, oh, I was quite excited about that, and then it didn't didn't happen. Obviously, uh, 800 million US the number one funder. This is 2021. I'll check the stats for the later years. We're just going back to 2021. The UK, I can't remember what the number was, but it was the second largest funder. And then the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Gavi combined 730 million back in 2021, just shy of the US. So combined. So, so if it so if the Gates Foundation gives five billion to Gavi and then Gavi give not yeah, five billion to Gavi, then Gavi gives 390 million to the, the World Health Organization, why doesn't the Gates Foundation just say, don't worry about giving, no, let's not, let's not, you know, double hand the money. Let's just, why don't I just give 730 million to the World Health Organization and you just keep, you know, we'll take that off of your 5 billion. Well, the reason probably is so that it doesn't look like the person giving all the money to the World Health Organization is Bill Gates. That's but there's That's other madness. stuff going on here as well. And I've seen a few TikTokers looking. There's a really good guy. I can't remember his name now. I'll have to look him up. But he does these really deep dive investigations and he looks at all these companies where the money goes. And there's a really there's a few really weird companies. They're basically shell companies. They're based in the US and other countries mm -hmm. where you've got literally and there's only two people who work for the company it's based upon he's tracked out the premises where the headquarters is and it's like you know an abandoned house yeah. in the middle of nowhere yeah. yeah and all of this money's being funneled oh, yeah. there and it's not clear where the money has gone so it's there's lots like of kid. dodgy stuff going on with this money and all you know doing this um in the yeah. tumble dryer whatever yeah going round yeah. and round through all these different organizations yeah it's definitely just a money. It's just a way of investing money. Because surely you would, wouldn't you be building infrastructure in one of those? Why is it all just about vaccines anyway? If you're alleviating yeah. poverty and inequity, wouldn't you be going over and, you know, there's, foot, there's professional footballers are doing more in terms of infrastructure in African countries than the Gates Foundation is doing. It seems, it appears from what I'm looking at. Even, even if you take, even yeah. if you take, even if you take Australia, am I, am I, uh, don't, stop me if I'm just rabbiting on for too long on this topic, by the way. So, well, say one more thing and then we'll move on. Uh, well, yes. I mean, yeah, they were the Gates found the who were they? Were, were they Oxford? Oxford University were going to give, they were going to open their vaccine technology up to everyone to use. And Gates said, oh, you should probably partner with someone. So they partnered with AstraZeneca so that someone could get all the. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, AstraZeneca was actually taken off. It's, I think it's one of the few vaccines that was actually taken off the market. Although yeah. what they have done, they've sneakily done, is they've not cancelled the license because, of course, I think if they did that, they would have to announce it and then the press would be saying, why have you cancelled the license? What they've done is they've just sneakily taken it off and they don't give it out anymore because 
it was killing people yeah. um there's a court case in the uk at the moment um lots of vaccine injured people um you know the vaccine injured and bereaved is a is a group mm. it's around 100 but there's thousands of them um you know yeah. ukcv family that have been injured by particularly the um astrazeneca but also yeah. pfizer and madonna as well yeah 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 shit isn't it it is shit. it is dale we've got four minutes left i did want to bring up this story because i know this will be close to your heart you're a TikToker yourself. And when you launched, you know, your your videos were going viral. You were getting thousands and thousands of watches. So I thought you might be interested in this story because it's on the front page of The Guardian in the UK this morning. And um, basically, this, this Guardian investigation has uncovered um, that, you know, some users of TikTok are different than others. Um, <laughs> and they're called super accounts. And these super accounts, um, you know, the um, the moderators on TikTok, they don't know why they're called super accounts. They, they're not giving a definition. But when they've got this tag on them, they are told to be lenient and not to apply the terms and conditions that they apply to everybody else. So I guess, first of all, what's happened to you on TikTok, Dale? I think I've got the opposite tag to that on TikTok <laughs> because I, I, I mean, I got taken off a live today. I don't even know why. And just everything I get, everything gets restricted. It's a re it's really disappointing because it was the platform that like, it was, it's quite exciting when you put a post on and it goes viral and then you build up a follower base. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on Facebook, Twitter, got rid of yeah. it all. So it was, a, and then, and then it and then you just start getting silence and you i know i said this last time you just can't believe that it's happening and now i just like i'm half I, I, i'm not as interested in it as i used to be and i don't put the posts on that i used to same as katie katie stopped being yeah. you know wanting to put on the authentic stuff that she wanted to talk about because she was you know she had 250,000 followers and they were just can it yeah, yeah it's the same with me do you know what the other the other thing that's weird with tiktok is i keep on getting my videos taken down um it doesn't matter what they're about now they get yeah. taken down i appeal um and yeah. then they always i always win the appeal and yet i actually got a permanent ban the other day because they said you've had so many um yeah. uh, cases against you i appealed against that and they and the, all the charges were dropped again <laughs> so i've got yeah. my account back yeah but you'll know that the algorithm, the way the algorithms work is if they take the video down and then put it back up again, it just, it, it goes nowhere, does it? The strikes, yeah, the strikes. Say, I mean, yeah, I appeal most things now and they usually do get put up unless, unless I'm talking about amputees or ginger haired people and then they sometimes stay down. Uh, but yeah, it's a shame because I do and enjoy making content on there, but it, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Because I think there's people yeah, that want to see the content, but I just I can't always get it to them. And of course, the reason that you talk about ginger people and one-legged amputees is because of the censorship, help. isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Because I can't say the actual word. And I don't dislike, I have no problem with one-legged amputees or ginger hair people at all, obviously. I've got nothing against them unless they're in positions of power in, you know, uh, overly represented in positions of power, then I would have a problem with them. Probably. Yeah, well, yeah. especially when they're bombing, bombing children and and other yeah. people. Yeah, it's not right. on, is it? Yeah. Well, no, they're not. Mark Regev, whatever his name is. No, we're not. We're just not doing it. No, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. They're not doing right, it. Right, Dale. Dale, I'm gonna. We've we've got about thirty seconds left, so I'm gonna take that time to wish you a very merry Christmas and happy New Christmas. Year, um, Dale. And Thank we'll you, get you man. back on straight after the New Year. Um, 
we have run out of time, sadly, everybody. No problem. But please don't go anywhere. Stay with us on TNT Radio because we've got more fantastic shows coming up right now here on TNT Radio. Mm-hmm.